0: In under 10 minutes, I'm gonna show you exactly how you can retire with real estate here in Australia. I'm gonna break down why it's so important to have your income, whether it's a nine to five, side hustle, or your main business, and how you can use that income to grow your machine, ultimately leading that machine to give you passive income and for you to retire early. If you're interested in my whiteboard videos, then definitely keep watching. Hey guys, my name is Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency, and financial freedom. Now, in a second here, we're going to jump into my whiteboard and I'm going to show you the simplest way to explain why it's so important to invest into real estate and use that passive income and capital growth to really build a machine to then ultimately give you freedom in doing whatever you like to do. Now, some people might get triggered by this because they're like, I bought my home and that's what I want to use as like my wealth building tool. And that might work for some people but here we're focusing on just logic now some background for myself is i first invested into real estate when i was like 21 and so from there i've gone out over the last 10 years and built out a portfolio that gives me enough freedom to be able to sit here in a black t-shirt and talk to the camera by myself Yeah, what's up? But jokes aside, I am so glad I invested into real estate early because it gives me so much more choice when it comes to even personal expenses, looking at holidays, as well as going and building out the machine even further. In fact, by building the right machine, you then have more confidence to be able to go and shift jobs, take up a higher paying job, or even going and starting that side hustle, which ultimately becomes your passion business. Now, what we are trying to do here is build the portfolio. Now, what I often refer to my portfolio as is the machine. Now, it's very important that this is the investment machine, but in order for it to be powered, you need your job or business, which in this case would be the oil that goes into your machine to have it continue operating. A lot of people think that I can just buy one property and I'm set and forget I've got generational wealth and doesn't really work because what you're trying to do is get retired in the next 20 years, 10 years, 15 years, whatever the case may be, but early retirement. So as the investment portfolio grows, you have more income, you have more choice and you have greater wealth. So it is a byproduct. If you don't have oil, in the machine, the machine can't be optimized. And if the machine is optimized, then you're able to continue seeing it grow, which then gives you income, choice, and wealth. And that is why we're here. So if that all made sense, smash that like button as we continue. So if we're looking at replacing our income, what exactly does that look like? A lot of people often refer to this as retirement. So what is retirement? The way that I think about retirement is passive income replacing my active income. So all of the passive income is able to then cover my expenses. That would then mean that I am retired. In order to do this, if I have a machine that produces a cash flow, and that cash flow is passive, obviously, and that passive income then goes and covers all of my expenses, I no longer have to work to pay my rent, I no longer have to work to, you know, put food on the table, go grocery shopping, go on experiences, and that is true freedom. That is basically retirement. It's not, hey, I'm 65 and now I get to sit at home, I'm too old to do anything, and I'm going to rely on the government to give me money. That sounds like death. So to me, I would rather focus on building a machine. gives me passive income and that passive income pays for my expenses. So that's all well and good in theory. But Ravi, how do we actually do this? Now, I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to keep it super simple. When I keep things simple on this channel, some people love it. Now, you might like that, but a small minority of people would sit there and go, it is too simple. Have you not factored in this factor, this factor, this factor, this factor? Well, no, I didn't because this is a 10 minute video and it's not a one hour webinar. So if I had the time and you were interested in an hour long webinar, I would then go and break down all those factors. But in this case, I want to keep it simple. I want to make it so that you actually go, there's no barrier to entry. Yes, I've got to have X, Y, and Z in terms of upfront costs, but I understand the concept. Then, only then, can you go and develop your mindset to then actually make the move. Too many people get overwhelmed. They're like, oh, this shit sounds too hot. And then they walk away. So that's the whole intention behind this. So let's say I go and purchase a property and it's for $450,000. The income... And expenses basically equate to zero. So, what does this mean? Traditionally, in real estate, you've heard a lot of people talking about negative gearing. So, while I own this property, my expenses are higher than my income. That means I'm in negative cash flow territory. But don't worry because your accountant is going to love that apparently he's going to say well you're negatively geared now so I'm losing a dollar by holding this property but I'll try and gain some of that back as a tax offset without getting too complex I don't like to be in that situation I prefer to have my income higher than my expenses this puts me in a positive cash flow territory well suddenly you've got to now start paying a little bit more tax but I would much rather pay tax on profits than to hope that the government's going to give me a little bit back when it comes to the form of negative gearing and the main reason for that is if my expenses keep going higher and my income doesn't keep up at some point I'm gonna max out how many properties I can actually hold whereas if I'm in a positive cash flow territory or neutral which in this case is what I'm covering your income matches your expenses so net net it's zero doesn't touch your pocket if I can do that think about how many more properties I can actually hold versus having a property that costs me 400 bucks a week maybe I can only hold three maybe I can only hold two and if rates continue higher or the rents start dropping I'm unfortunately underwater now if after five years we see the income increase We should be at a point where we end up making about $5,000 per year with no rate change This is very important because we're at that peak of our rate hiking cycle. Could we stay here for a while? Yeah, maybe I predict that we're gonna start cutting by Q3 of this year But even if your worst case is that for the next five years we stay at exactly this interest rate or we go slightly higher Comes back down and we're still at this point Then that means you could probably make about $5,000 per year by holding this property That's not you paying down debt That's just you holding the property as your rents have increased that's your income increasing and your expenses pretty much stayed the same. So if rates do cut, which I believe they will, and I'm not alone. A lot of economists are now coming on the, jumping on the bandwagon. I'm sure they watch these videos. So what's up, economist? Number one, number two. And they go, well, rates probably should cut over the next couple of years. So if that happens, then you're probably looking at between $10,000 and $15,000 per year positive cash flow on one property. How do you get the one property? Well, your entry cost is going to be about $80,000. That's going to cover everything you need from a deposit, stamp duty, upfront costs for your conveyancing, your inspections, as well as a buyer's agency fee if you decide to move at speed and you don't have the knowledge or the time to be able to do it yourself. Now, I run Search Property, which has now been awarded as a finalist for the best buyer's agency in 2023. Super proud, and I thank you all for the support. If you want more details as to how a buyer's agency can actually help you move at speed, go and check out this free video. It's 35 minutes. It's on this channel, so you can check that out after this. I'll also include a link in the description below as well, where you can book a free discovery call with our team. Now, here comes the fun part, because we know that you... You can't really retire on ten or fifteen thousand dollars and that's you know sort of a best-case scenario well what happens when you purchase a second investment property well it's gonna cost you another eighty thousand dollars probably not gonna change might even go slightly higher to about 85 to 90 thousand because property prices will continue going higher now this time around it's easier because on the first time around you have to save your cash you had no other choice you had to save your cash you got eighty thousand dollars bam straight one property the second time you do it you have the option of using cash which you'll continue saving but you also have equity and equity is effectively going my property that I bought for 450 is now worth 500. Now I've got equity into that property. I can now take up to 80 or 90% of that equity as cash to then effectively pay as a deposit. So when you go ahead and purchase the second property, you may only need 20, 30 or $40,000 versus the initial 80,000 in cash that you needed because you'll be able to take out the equity from the first property. If I haven't lost you, great. But if I have, I've got another whiteboard video where I break down how equity works and how you can build out a portfolio in detail. Definitely go check out that video straight after this. So in this case, if we go 10,000 on the first property, 10,000 on the second Property, in five years time would it be possible to purchase property three property four property five and property six yeah it would be and I know this for a fact because one I did it myself but two even in record high interest rate levels right now we have clients going from one property to three properties one property to five properties in the space of less than 12 to 18 months so I know it's still possible what's going to stop you is your borrowing capacity and that is linked with your income which is why I said to you earlier in this video oil into your machine is very important so make sure to have that as a priority as you continue growing your portfolio. So if we had six investment properties, each one giving us 10 to 15K, that would mean about 60 to $90,000 per year in positive cash flow in five years. Sounds easy but it's hard, believe me, it's difficult. But here's a couple of tips that could help you on your journey. You need to buy the right property. If you simply go out there, buy a dud property and hope that it goes up, guess what? This isn't happening in five years because you're not gonna have enough equity in that property to go again. You also need to get the right advice. You have a lot of people out there telling you off the plan apartments are great, new houses, new house and land packages are great. They're gonna get you to financial freedom. It's a load of horse crap. It's not gonna happen, right? If it sounds too good to be true and it looks too flashy, guess what? Everyone else is trying to do the same thing. And guess what? Everybody else is not gonna retire Five years. I like to find established properties in good locations that have both cash flow and capital growth. Now, you also wanna move at speed. In order for you to move at speed, you're gonna need the right team around you. You need the mortgage broker looking out for policies and the banks for you, the ones that are gonna move fastest. That could be the difference between getting a pre-approval in one week versus not even getting the right loan product for the next five or six weeks, ultimately finding someone else, and suddenly you're two, three months into the process and haven't even bought anything. And then finally, buy with logic, not emotion. Now, the best way to understand logic versus emotion when it comes to house ownership, if you even think about moving in there for one day There's emotions attached to it. If you think I'm gonna buy it and then I'll move in in say two years time Emotion. I want to go out there and say look the numbers all make sense. The property's in a good location I've got the details here. Cool. I'll make the move It's not about my own emotions because i'm never gonna live in that property So I hope you guys have enjoyed this video. Hopefully I kept to the time limit I'm only gonna really know this after the final edit So hopefully I don't look like an idiot But if you have enjoyed this smash that like button subscribe if you haven't already and I'll catch you guys in the next one Thanks guys